this week, I have a special guest for you. Khadija has started me on my transformation journey using meditation. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> yes. I hope you guys are comfortable because this episode is a little bit longer than our normal episodes, but it's because this conversation is so rich and you want to stick around for the full conversation. Matter of fact, after the conversation is over, drop me an email, send me a message on Instagram, declare it podcast, and let us know what you think of this episode. Cause it's so good. So, so good. Greetings. Declare it with Khadisha RBZ again for another week. I'm loving it and I'm loving you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for pulling up your chair and sitting down with me so that we can talk a little bit more, so that we can declare it, so that we can speak those things that be not as though they are. It has been an exciting week. So much is happening in our hearts and within the space that we uh, live in each and every day. And we are grateful for just another opportunity to be alive, to see, to touch, to taste, to smell, all of those great things that sometimes we take for granted. So I appreciate you once again joining me this week for this episode. You know I like to just surprise you guys, talk about stuff, and bring in guests. And this week I have a special guest for you. But before I introduce her, let me remind you that if you are in need of logos, web design, or any branding efforts, don't forget to reach out to our wonderful sponsor, Dynamic Works. They are here for your branding needs. Dynamic Works. Now, with that being said, this amazing woman that is going to join us today, her name is Alicia. Now, I can give you a backstory of how I know her, um, but just know that I've known her for some years. We go back to high school, so I think that should tell you a little something, something. Time has brought us to a space where we have connected again. And in that connection, I was able to see such phenomenal um, growth and inspiration in her. Listening to her talk, you wouldn't know that she battles with some of the things that she battles with. When you see her on social media, you wouldn't know that she deals with some of the things that she deals with. And today she's going to talk about that. And today she's going to share with you all how she went from being anxious, Alicia, to being accomplished, Alicia. So without delay, let me welcome Alicia to the show. Yay. Thank you so much for having me on. It is truly a blessing to be here today. Thank very you. appreciative. Thank you for coming because you could have been like, no, nah, girl, I don't want to be on your podcast. <laughs> well, I wanted to, you know, when you said that, um, when you introduced me, it really brought home a lot of points. And I think people view me as having myself together. Mm -hmm. And one day, you know, 
I would say my journey started three years ago. It really did because I I wanted to be in a different space Mm -hmm. and I wanted to be able to enjoy my life and live Mm -hmm. and live fulfilled and not be uh, feel like I was always in a pressure cooker. And just through that journey, I have prayed, mm-hmm. um, meditated uh, on my own, tried to, I've tried to exercise, mm-hmm. I've gone to the Bible, <laughs> and I had all of the pieces right. on the table, but I didn't have a puzzle. I didn't have a completed puzzle. Gotcha. I didn't have the picture. Okay. And um, it is, um, it's heartbreaking to know that the people that love me Mm -hmm. and the people that are inspired by me and influenced by me um I felt like a phony in Mm -hmm. a way Mm -hmm. uh, because I was trying to lead people and I didn't even lead myself and it was very eye-opening that I'm helping people to reach goals and I'm helping people to accomplish things and I can't even open a checkbook without crying because I'm so stressed out about paying bills. Got you. So j- just to give a, a little bit of a foundation here, um, what do you do? So I am um, in my world, I'm known as Dr. Alicia Cornell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am a registered nurse. Um, I have a, my doctorate is in executive leadership and nursing practice. Mm-hmm. And I, right now I'm a clinical consultant at, um, at a software learning company. Mm-hmm. And before then, I've, for 15 years, I've been a nurse and taking care of people mm-hmm. and providing care. And I took care of the sickest of the sickest, trauma mm-hmm. patients who have I mean, when I talk about, when I tell you I can see miracles happen and the power of prayer and positive thinking, Mm -hmm. I've seen people who were dead and they walked out of the hospital. Wow. And, you know, so I wanted that. Mm -hmm. I wanted whatever that was, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I was like, how do you do that? How do you think that way? And then these things manifest. Gotcha. Um, I, I don't know. I, I never even understood the term manifest or mm-hmm. manifestation. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand what that really that meant. And so on my Instagram where everyone can go accomplished underscore Alicia, A-L-I-S-H-A. That's where I kind of talk about those things on my journey and realizing and understand I was never envious of anybody. I've never been. I always am congratulatory to any of my friends, anybody that I see when you get something. I'm super excited. I'm and she happy. is. All the time, uh-huh. genuine. Yeah, you get some. You're pregnant, girl. For real, I want to help you. You know, but yeah. I don't. I don't have that joy in my my heart. Um, I realized that I felt like a nobody. Mm. I felt invisible, like I had no control over my life. And and well, during my transformation, the first thing I said, I asked God to take over my life because apparently the things that I were doing was not correct. Got gotcha. you didn't obviously I did not know the process and it is about knowledge and understanding and not feeling devastated when you're unable to do something or you're not accomplished Mm -hmm. um finding pride in success I I never congratulated myself Mm. I was on to the next goal I went to the next goal you know what I don't think that a lot of times we feel comfortable in celebrating ourselves, and that is no. that's not 
okay because if you think about it we celebrate other people when other people accomplish things just the way that you said you do we will go hard for them but when we do something we we kind of downplay it because we don't want to brag or we don't want to seem like you know we are being you know just over the top with what we do it makes me uneasy to call myself Dr. Cornell and I will be completely honest. And I had a conversation with a, with a colleague, a friend of mine. She's actually not even a colleague. She's more than a colleague. She's a girlfriend. She's a home girl and she is um, a psychiatrist and we are the same age. And I asked her, I said, when, when did you become comfortable with people calling you doctor? Because it is a very respected title. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, in my inside of my gut even though I had did the I did all the work I went to class I did I put in the time I did not feel like I deserved to be called that name I felt uneasy about it like I was boasting or that I was better than every it, it's almost self undermining mm-hmm. I don't want to be greater than anybody else right so instead of just humbling myself to view us all as equal I actually stepped down a little notch because I want you to shine more and I realized because I that makes me nervous right and I love doing podcasts and webinars and blogs and writing mm-hmm. and sharing but I don't like the spotlight on me mm. because I feel like and at that time and I'm still dealing with this I feel like but I'm a phony because I have these issues and I have these problems and I cry myself to sleep at night or I go in a closet and I hide and cry at work and then I come out and I act like everything's fine I don't talk and I read this thing the other day that talked about the physiological manifestations when you are unable to do something in your psyche. Mm-hmm. I have had bronchitis for years. Wow. Years. Years. When I, I cough all the time, cough, cough, cough. Mm-hmm. I don't talk. I don't talk about anything that I went through. I don't talk about any. Um, and I will be open and share. I have PTSD. I have been in very, very, very violent situations. And death was something that I was afraid of. Okay. And I had to say, why are you afraid of death? I don't want to die painful. Mm-hmm. I don't want to die painful. Seeing people in the hospital, being in the violence, seeing the violence that I did, see, and then the things that are happening all over the world, I want to die peacefully with my family. Mm-hmm. But just thinking about death all the time, all the time, all the time, I almost die giving childbirth. It's something on my mind all the time. Okay. And it was something that I, that makes me say, I am not going to be a I am not going to be a prisoner to my thoughts, to my mind. Um, I mean, like, I can't go to work for a week. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm fortunate that my job allows me to work from home because some days I just can't go. Right. I can't get out. And people would never know that. And they think, oh, you're okay. You're okay. No, when I get here, I, I have to pray to even get out of the car because my anxiety is so high. I thought the building was going to blow up. Mm. while I'm sitting in here Mm -hmm. I don't you know so it's those it's that and but when I love something I love books Mm -hmm. I love reading Mm -hmm. I love meeting people and so that's what drives me to do that um and I love to be a healer and really help people and but I had to learn how to help them 
is to help myself first. Right. I can't be honest and help you and guide you on some educational pathway or help you with an opportunity if I if I'm upset or anxious because I'm procrastinating. You make me nervous. How many times the phone rings? How many? And it was just like the breaking point. I had a panic attack in the car with my son. My son is 17 years old. Mm-hmm. I had to call my mama. Mm-hmm. I need help. I'm in the car right. and I need to catch my breath. And she had to talk me down. And when I looked at my son, I had to, I forced myself to be in control in front of him because I don't want him to see me break down mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And and in that moment, I say, you know what, if I can force myself to be in control because he's sitting right here looking at me, why can't I do that in my regular life? Right. Why can't I force myself to be in control? Because I show myself on that day. I will, I usually, my panic attacks are debilitating Mm -hmm. um over the summer i had one where i couldn't get out of the car i was in the garage Mm -hmm. in a car and i couldn't even roll the wind i could not physically get myself out of the car because i was having a panic attack and i kept looking at the temperature going up and up and i kept thinking to myself how horrible would it be when my family comes home to open the garage and see that i am in this car and I died of a heat stroke or death because I could not physically get out of the car. Enough is enough. I'm fed up. I was fed up. Tired of myself. So you told yourself that day that enough was enough. Yes. I looked in that rear view mirror and tears streaming down. My prayer was I said, God, please, Jehovah, please, please save my life. I'm tired. I am tired. My body is exhausted. My mind is heavy. My heart is black. It, it's, I don't know where I'm at. I don't feel anything. I don't know what food tastes like. I don't mm-hmm. know how good water tastes. I don't, I'm not feeling anything. I'm numb. I'm just walking on this earth numb. I'm invisible. I don't even look at myself in the mirror. And people don't even real don't even know. I rarely have looked at myself in the mirror. I wear my hair on my face. I like to stand in the background. I'm, you know, shaken by compliments. It's a lot of things because I just have I don't know how to be a friend to myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to listen. I'm afraid to talk. I'm afraid to say, I don't know how to pay bills because my husband has always paid all of our bills. My mom just told me to pay your bills so you don't get evicted or whatever else. I don't know how to pay. I don't understand saving. It's not. And, you know, I I had a revelation. Who cares? Go right. learn. Yes. Just go get a book or something. Right. Do a podcast. Exactly. Ask your mama. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Right. Or better but, yet, if your husband has been the one paying the bills, ask him what his method is. What do you do? Right. Yes. And you know, you know what? And I and you know what his method is? Hey, write it down. That's the first <laughs> thing. Number one. Right. Right. Write the stuff down. You don't have to have anything fancy. And I what I do is I am a scientist. My mind thinks in research problems. What's the hypothesis? Mm -hmm. What are the variables? What is the solution? And how do we apply the solution? And what are the recommendations for improvement? (laughs) (laughs) That's too much, Khadija. That's way Especially to pay the bill. (laughs) 
especially to pay the bill. So right. therefore, I have done all of that thinking about it for so long, procrastinated about it for so long that I have probably let something get behind or I don't know how much money this is supposed to be or just because my husband will ask me, hey, babe, when is um, your student loan due? Uh, 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 mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. am I so freaked out about talking about money right. when we have enough because anything greater than what we have is a gift we are paying our bills we have a home we have food we have gas in our car we are okay yeah we are okay and it is my mom asked me she said why do you feel like it's 20 years ago when you weren't okay but yet 20 years ago i was still okay okay yes <laughs> I yes. didn't know how to pay bills 20 years ago, but I was still okay. Yes. It's still okay 20 years ago. It won't like, I was still paying bills, living, paying a car note, doing everything that I was doing now. We lived in an apartment, whatever, who cares? It was still okay. Right. And I was like, I don't, I guess, I guess I just didn't want to disappoint other people. Mm. And who are these invisible others yes. that I didn't, it's not my family. Right. They're here to help me. It's not my, it's not people I call my friends. They're my family. It's, I don't, I, I'm making this up. I'm creating, I, my perception is my reality. I am creating a perception that is not even there. Right. Not even. So now I'm like, well, the reason why you might not have enough money is because you shop too much. Yeah. <laughs> stop doing these things if I realize that I am a barrier to myself and sometimes I create the anxious feelings because I just start to go down that whole research path well what about this well can you do this can you do that can how about just today is enough today just go what am I doing today I can't think about tomorrow Saturday is not here yet let me thank let me be thankful even looking out of the window right now I'm thankful for the rain yeah I really am. I've never been thankful for rain before, but I'm thinking I'm thankful for the rain because it is washing away. To me, it symbolizes washing away things that are not necessarily negative, but just some things that we may not want to be here right now. It's the pollen. For me, my life is all those negative experiences and feelings, but it's growing time. It's springtime. Exactly. And something's fun is going to come and I can't wait to see flowers so I feel like that about myself like I'm that caterpillar I can't wait to see what kind of wings I have as a butterfly this is fun run to this yeah I'm excited and not being stop tearing myself down when I make a mistake Mm -hmm. just say what was a mistake yeah exactly the good thing about learning to live from a place of gratitude is that your focus begins to shift and those things that you were focused on that stressed you out or worried you or created anxious moments that's no longer your focus and you're focusing Mm -hmm. on the things that bring you the joy the things that bring you the peace and that's what you want to grow in your life it's it's said that what where the focus um, is that's what grows so If you're always focused on things that make you anxious or things that stress you out, then you'll always be anxious and stressed out. But when you begin to focus on things that give you peace, then what will you find? You will find Mm -hmm. that peace that surpasses all understanding. And so I like what you said about the rain because it is washing away everything that no longer serves a purpose. 
We hate the pollen, yes. Oh my gosh, it gets to us, right? <laughs> but the pollen yes. does serve a purpose. And the rain is now here to wash away the pollen because it has served its purpose for that moment. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, that is amazing. It's amazing mm-hmm. that we can take something as simple as the rain that could probably frustrate a lot of people and just find a way to be thankful for that. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to... I mean, when you say like appreciate things, I'm slow down. Mm-hmm. This week has been, I have missed a day this whole entire week and not a day ahead. I'm a day behind. And I thought to myself, is the universe trying to tell me to slow down? <laughs> because if it is, then that's exactly, I'm, I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm going to take my time. I'm mm-hmm. going to eat this food and gosh, salad. You taste so good to me. Tomatoes, <laughs> so beautiful. You know, I'm like, this is, I had a, oh, and yesterday I did it and I was rushing somewhere. And in the moment I said, stop. Mm-hmm. The time that I had to be there, I was actually very ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an opportunity to eat my lunch, but I was going to take my lunch with me and eat it when I got to my place. But, you know, I sat down and it was a beautiful day and I took my lunch and I sat outside. I had a nice salad. It was it was a beautiful salad. I had a great salad and I sat there and um, one of my, one of the interns joined me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had a beautiful conversation. We talked about um, some things about her life. She asked me some things from my perspective already you know being in a workforce and um it was relaxing Mm -hmm. just an hour of sitting and digesting my food and I do my mindful eating and I love exercise Mm -hmm. also um if you're in the Raleigh Durham area you can come to my gym sometimes (laughs) I teach spin class one one fitness and training that helped me too to get over my anxiety I had a patient instructor she's a gym owner her name is Leanne Yeager she is amazing she taught me how to do it she helped me get over my nerves and it was something that was an interaction where yes I I I always, I love to see people who can do things in front of people. Mm -hmm. And I love that talent. And I thought to myself, I've been going there for about a year. I thought to myself, I could do that. I I could teach that class. I could teach spin. I'm going to work and I'm going to build up my muscles and I'm going to work hard and I'm going to keep going to these classes and I'm going to, I'm going to try to learn this. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do with with my anxiety when I get if it's something that makes me nervous I try to learn about it um the task Mm -hmm. and see can I do it and she taught me how to do it she had a program set up for me and the first time I did it I threw up (laughs) my nerves were so bad my nerves were so bad but the more I gave eye contact which is something that I also have a a little difficulty with Mm -hmm. I look up I gave eye contact I'm smiling at people I'm asking them how are they doing the things that we feel make us anxious if you just do them Mm -hmm. it has a positive it may seem weird you're like don't do the opposite of what you think I'm not going to talk to anybody I'm going to sit in the back no sit in the front say hey to everybody right you will be more relaxed (laughs) by doing that yeah absolutely (laughs) get it over with Last night, I went to the prices Right oh. at DPAC, and I was so nervous, and I kept saying to him, I went by myself. I wanted to do something that was fun. I have, since five years old, I wanted to go see that show, wow. and I said, I'm going to do these things. I'm going to do these things that I have never done before and stop being afraid, and I said, I gave myself a script. 
what are you gonna say when you see these when you see strange people Mm -hmm. how was your day that was my script hi how was your day great and the they looked at me like somebody's asking me about my day (laughs) and then they started talking to me right and it was very they were still more polite and I know that these are polite people anyway but they were very like taken aback and kind of looked around and they're like my day is going really good how about yours I'm happy to be I'm happy to be here never been in Deepak before so I was excited to see it and it got me through I sat beside some a, a young lady and I know by the end of the day she was talking to me at the end of the show because at first she wasn't talking and I was like oh you don't talk to me today <laughs> we're gonna have a good time today but it was very it was very relaxing um being around in a crowd of people at nighttime it was like i'm okay Mm -hmm. um i feel protected i feel safe Mm -hmm. um and it's something that uh, i need to practice and i so in even in my company now instead of taking the elevator by myself i we have we have stairs in the middle that wind up all through. We have six floors, and I used to hate it because you see everybody walking. So now I say at least one time per day, I'm going to walk down the stairs. And I need to walk around anyway and get some air and, mm-hmm. you know, get away from my work. I'm going to speak to people. Yeah. And I'm going to ask them their name. Yeah. And I'm going to just get, and I'm going to sit at people's tables in the cafe that I don't know right and I'm just gonna sit down and start talking to them because if I can just get myself to do that I have actually had some of the best conversation I have gotten to know these people are amazing I'm like you do this you have another talent meet people who run marathons yeah. they do other you know arts and crafts interesting people yeah things that I go I've read so many more books went to visit many more websites, introduced myself to new and different things, new foods. I want to travel right. more. I'm not afraid to get on the plane. I'm like, I want to do these things. Yeah. Life has a different value for me. And that is so key. Stepping outside of the box that we tend to put ourselves in and doing the things that make us uncomfortable in order to be comfortable it sounds a little weird but I mean it's the reality of it you are making yourself uncomfortable so that you can become even more comfortable with you and that Mm -hmm. is so necessary and what I want you to share now um, is you've gone not to say that you don't have days where you have to push and you have to work a a little bit harder than others but you have gone from this place where things could literally send you over the edge and into panic to this place where you're able to kind of coach yourself through it give us one nugget one helpful tip that will help that person who may be in that place that you used to be so that they can progress to where you are in their own way find comfort in one person say one thing that you have never said out loud one person Mm -hmm. and one thing Mm -hmm. start there admit something it's fearful to say I need help Mm -hmm. but and I will be 
completely transparent and honest because I know somebody that's listening to this needs to hear this. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, I have thought about committing suicide. Um, I have thought about committing suicide to a point where I knew what I was going to do, when I was going to do it, and how I was going to do it. The thing that stopped me was my family and thinking about really my son. I even thought my husband can get over it because he's... (laughs) He's fine. Right. He'll find another wife. He'll find somebody to love him. Mm-hmm. My kids, I can't repeat. He, I, I will. The guilt of doing that and having him being angry at me is what stopped. I told my son some things about me. I chose him. Mm-hmm. I chose him to reveal things about not in a way that is very adult, but in a way um, I told him about when he was little and how I was very young and very nervous and scared Mm -hmm. and that I did not do some of the things that I thought a mother would do, but I always loved him. And he told me it was a very impactful moment because he told me he loved me. And when I was thinking about committing suicide, it was, I felt like, my son doesn't even love me because I am working so much and doing these things and I seen him have more of an affinity for his father. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand it. That's nature, baby. I want my son to be close to his daddy. That's not a bad thing. Right. It is, I don't know how to be a part of the family because I don't know how to cope and I just want to be in and I'm nervous and I'm so scared to even say that in my own family. But talking to my son and telling my son, I asked my son, I said, can you help mommy? Can you help me when I need a hug? Mm -hmm. Or if I just hug you, can I just walk up and hug you? And I'm talking about a (laughs) 16-year-old young black boy who, you know, he loves me to death. But getting just a random hug may not have been the thing that he wanted to do at that time. You know, for yourself, you know, you're like, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. But he told me, he said, yes. Yes, you can hug me at any time. And sometimes I just come up to him. But that, it really is a love. I feel he has such a pure heart. Mm-hmm. He's a humble young man. And I feel that. And that energy that I get from him says, come on, we can do this. Yeah. We can do this. Yeah. And that's what it, and I would tell uh, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, if you just Google it, they have an online chat. They have a 1-800 number. Sometimes it's easier to talk to a stranger. Just get up there. It's totally free. And just say, I need help. Right. And breathe. And mm-hmm. just say that. Three words. I need help. They yeah. know what you're talking about. And you know they what? Know what you're talking about. That declaration, I need help, that is not a sign of weakness. It takes strength no. to ask for help. It takes wisdom to even be able to look at your situation and say I cannot continue to do this alone I need help so I used to cry yeah <laughs> when I used to, my therapist actually went to go uh, she still goes to my gym but I used to cry to see her I never understood I never understood how energy works yeah. I never understood how people can draw each other closer to one another with the, you know through a, a common connection mm-hmm. I used to cry when I see her because I used to say I want to talk to her I, want, I didn't even know 
what her role was but wow. I used to want to talk to her I just wanted to talk to her wanted, and somebody one day said oh you know she's a therapist psychiatrist psychologist and I was like is she really so I asked her I, and, and I was so nervous that I Facebooked her and I DM'd her and I asked her and I just told her I probably wrote her three pages and she said come see me wow she was like can, can you hold on while I find an appointment for you it's difficult to get in here as a new patient and when i tell you that woman went leaps and bounds and all over i mean she was an advocate for me because i was like if i keep going this route i'm going to do something to myself and mm -hmm. one day i might just drive off a cliff i don't know what i'm going to do wow. but i need some help and she saw me and saw me for a year and we had deep therapy um, for one straight year and able to say things that I have never said. Um, things that I had, we hide things. Yeah. We bury them. Mm -hmm. I got to get it out. Yeah. Um, you had me do an exercise. Oh my gosh, you had me do an exercise to write down all these things, right? And mm -hmm. then tear the paper up. I didn't follow your directions. Mm. I wrote them all down. <laughs> my husband came in, the notebook was wide open. <laughs> He said, what is all of this? But you know what, Khadija? I never wrote down anything. It was, it, you know what it was? It was all positive statements. I am amazing. I am beautiful. I am ready. I am ready to receive. I am, it was all positive statements. So what he read. I know you want to know what he read. I know you are now intrigued. So I'm just stepping in to tell you to stay connected. Keep listening. The conversation gets better. Thank you for sticking around. I appreciate you. I know that this episode is a little longer than most, but it is packed with so much goodness. So don't go anywhere. Do not stop the podcast, especially if you don't plan on coming back. Finish it out. Listen to it. Get all this great information that Dr. Alicia is sharing with us today. Let's go back to the episode. So what he read were the things that I want for myself. Right. What he didn't read was all the things that I hate about myself. We have to stop saying all those things yeah. out loud and speaking them into existence. And I don't like this and I don't like that. I looked at myself the other day in the mirror. My stomach was bloated. Like anybody, any other woman, I said, guess what? I love bloated stomach. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I forgive. I forgive myself. Yes. I love it too. Whatever. Yes. And what am I going to do about it right now? Put right. these clothes on and go on to work. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I love it because like you said, we spend so much time talking about the things that we don't like. And they tend to overshadow the beautiful things that are so much bigger than those things we don't like I was talking to a client the other day and one of the things that we talked about was the fact that we're not taught even something as simple as telling ourselves, I love you mm -hmm. we tell other people you know we say to our best girlfriend we say to our mom we say to our dad we say to our our boyfriend our husband whomever we'll tell them I love you but how often do we stand in the mirror and look at ourselves and say, I love you. How often throughout our day do we just, you know, we might just be sitting there and be like, you know, Khadija, I love you, girl. You know what? Mm -hmm. You just be coming through like clutch for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I love you. Like, and, and people say, well, I don't want to seem crazy. It's not about seeming crazy. Mm -hmm. It's about you deserve that same 
affection that you show to other people. And I feel like if we can get to that place and that space where we love on ourselves like we love on other people, maybe some of the things that we wrestle with won't be so big because we have comfort in who we are. We have safety in who we are. So we don't have to look externally because we already have it. Yes. I was sitting here yesterday. I was getting ready to take a shower. I was so excited about going to the prices, right? And in that moment, it hit me. Mm-hmm. I want to die. Oh, That's no. what I thought. It hit me. I want to die. And I prayed and I said, no, I don't want to die. And I made myself stand up and look in the mirror and I said, why don't you want to die? I don't want to die because I love my family. I don't want to die because I want to see my son graduate. We have to say these yeah. things out loud. Now, Khadija, I would tell you this right here because I'm <laughs> telling you, strange things happen to me all the time. Uh-huh. I was getting ready to get in the shower. In that moment, I'm telling you, when I had that and I said my prayers, I turned my gospel, uh, what was it, not gospel music, I I had a, a, a Bible book um, that I can stream. Okay. I said, let me turn it on because when I hear things, I have to check. I have to hear it out loud sometimes to change my perception. Okay. And so I looked down in the, I was getting ready to get in the shower. I looked down in the toilet and it looked like a piece of poop was in that toilet. It really what? did. And I know I hadn't been on it. I had not been in that toilet. And I said, where did they even come? Now, uh, 30 minutes before I looked over there when I was getting ready and it was nothing in there. And now I'm looking over here and it was a tiny little piece. And I was like, what in the world did that come from? In that moment, in that very moment, right after I said my present, I made myself say, why don't I want to die? In that very moment, the thing, the message that came into me, because I did my deep breathing and meditation uh-huh. also, I sat down and did that. In that moment, when I looked in that toilet, the thing that came to my head, the first message I heard was, flush it and let that issue go. Mm. Okay, and I was like, okay then, <laughs> come on through then. I flushed and got in the shower, started singing. I was like, yes, here we go. I was like, whatever it is, yep, let me flush it and let it go because it's time for me to go. Stop it. That's I'm getting funny. ready to go somewhere. I bought the ticket. I've called. I'm getting ready to call my Uber so I don't have to drive down there because driving makes me chaotic and nervous. And it was a baseball game right next door. Don't oh, drive. Okay. Take a ride. Right. Get a ride. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. Just get a ride. And yep, I flushed it. Let it go. <laughs> Doing too much. Thinking too much. I didn't thought about this. I didn't sit up here. I'm going to the prices where I'm sitting up here thinking about death. I looked in that toilet. I just turned around and I laughed so hard. And I was like, yes. Don't be so serious. Yeah. I'm going to a freaking game show. Like, calm down. Why right. am I? But but I don't want to be. And it, you know. And then another thing, I was like, and I'm not 75. I'm 39 years old. I want to get to 75. Yeah. I don't want to be 75. I'm thinking about planning for my life and planning for when I die and a legacy and how can I do these things and I want to put my great-grandmother's name on a building at this college and all this. Hey, 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 hey. Go to the grocery store on Saturday. Spend some time with your husband. Yeah. <laughs> what y'all doing on this weekend? Right. Why am I thinking about that? Bring it back. I'm huh? thinking way too. Yeah, bring <laughs> Settle down. We are our own worst enemies sometimes. Yes, we are. Because, and as moms and as wives and as women, you know, our role as care providers is an innate DNA genetics. Mm -hmm. But we have, but we don't have a, I don't, I don't have a stop button. I don't, 
I don't know. And I was listening to um, someone on YouTube the other day, and they said, get you some partners, some accountability people, some people that you all can express and share things with. And I have quite a few. And when I started thinking that way, a lot of women started talking to me. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is girlfriends. Hey. <laughs> Um, all right. So today's not a good day for me. And my friend, she works with me. She would say today is not a good day. And we text each other. We call each other after work. And uh, we have a very special relationship that nobody at our job knows. People just think we're friendly with each other. They mm -hmm. don't really know we talk a lot. Okay. And she's been a godsend and a blessing. And she tells me the same because she has a young daughter. And she's a single mom. And I talk to her about some things, you know, and, and not feeling like she was enough. Right. And so killing herself, working two jobs and I said well your daughter just wants uh, I promise you if you just go get those Toll House cookies she just wants you to stay at home with her right and eat the cookies and and eat cookies yeah you thinking she you thinking she wants to do all these things that's you right she's seven she oh, don't gosh. know about that stuff right and yeah. that's what we do and I've done that you know so being able to have these people and friends and um, one of those things was trust and being vulnerable and being able to share some things it, it, it has really helped to lift a weight off of my shoulders to say there are other people that are going through these things right absolutely let me find out what yeah. was there so what did you do Khadija when you you know like when my son was third, 12 to 14 I don't know who that was because he was wild and he had lost his mind and I had to say to myself and my, my one of my older friends she told me her son she said they're boys they all go through it because I was distraught and she said don't even she said then the next time you're going to look up and he's going to be right back and he he can return right back to his same sweet soul self mm -hmm. he's very quiet and i was just not used to seeing him angry and then she said do he does he have pimples <laughs> i say yes she say, well he's going through his hormonal change you do realize he's growing up he's not your little boy anymore right. he's a young man and you have to allow him to to understand himself and and to learn my son was very defiant mm. and i'm sure he that is. that stage or that period of time also contributed to whatever you were dealing with on the inside too I, yeah I didn't know what how am I parenting wrong what am I doing got wrong. you yeah yeah I don't know I do everything for you and then somebody told me you do everything for mm, me there you go boo there you go <laughs> why don't you stop right <laughs> And it, you know, and it's like, oh, they're like, what do you owe him? Your son has, uh, you know, he has everything in life that he needs and then some. Yeah. And you are enabling him to feel like he always wants more and more and more. What am I setting my child up for? For this? I don't want him to have this life. Right. This is not a life. So we are very humble. My son now, if he asks for things, is one or two things. And instead of getting five or ten things, no, get the one or two things that he's asked for. Right. Don't overdo it. Yeah. He's just asking for something simple. Sometimes with him, it's just he wants to talk. Mm. Just do that. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to. I wanted to go. I wanted to get him Dreamville tickets. My son don't like crowds. And he is to himself. He's honest. I right. wish I want to be more like him. Yeah. I was like, you're honest. He will tell you, I don't like, I'm not going over there. Those people, I'm not doing that. 
I want to go. He's more into an intimate scene. He's just himself. He has his small group of friends, and he's okay with that. Right. And I love it. And I said, well, we must have done some type of good job because go. he's not worried about the outside world. And he meditates with his girlfriend. Who does that? Come through. He better. <laughs> now, now, that's what I like to hear. You yes. give him a high five for me. <laughs> I said, y'all are doing what? Him and his girlfriend. I love her too and her family. And they make, she makes organic products. She is um, a vegetarian. She talks about political issues. They talk about why we shouldn't support certain organizations. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, who is this? You're a, you're a wonderful i love you you came from me i'm so proud of who you are becoming you know he's got his legs going he's drinking water he's concerned about himself he loves himself he has you know he's talking about college he built an app for our family business oh we do have dr t-shirt dr t-shirt at dr that the real dr t-shirt.com for customized t-shirts and apparel and design um the website is coming soon that's one thing that was making me anxious that I have to actually do now but you know when you think about these things and you say I when I look back and I say with my family I just wanted to always have a family Khadija Mm -hmm. that's what I wanted I wanted to have a family I have that yep I wanted to have stable uh, stability in my life I have that Mm -hmm. we don't argue we don't I mean you know we argue but you know we don't do cussing out right you know all of this and that and the third uh we we pray together we mm-hmm. read our bible together we eat together my in-laws are wonderful my family now I'm on my mom's side all talk to each other we get daily meditation to, uh, messages and it is beautiful right. my life is beautiful and i want to walk into that beauty yeah i don't want to risk i don't want to be the person on the outside i want to wear the family reunion t-shirt right and I you want to be nervous you will yes yes, absolutely. yes i don't want to be nervous you know that i don't want to travel this and that and the third so it's something that is very um it's a it's a beautiful thing and that word manifestation a lot of things are happening being on this show is happening for me this happened Mm -hmm. you know um people are listening one day i looked in the mirror and it looked like i had a scar on my neck Mm -hmm. and i was like what is that oh girl you're using your voice Ah. you (laughs) you can you can just use it now you can just say no yeah i've given people back their work um i realized that the world is in contrast and chaos every day it's never going to stop because it's just not but how do I remove myself from that space so that I'm not in the chaos I can have chaos right beside me and not be in this chaos and doing meditation and breathing um, the other day in a meeting I got so I can feel it it comes it feels if I could describe it it literally feels like a thermometer you can feel the anxiety building up and I Mm -hmm. my words start to get all mixed my communication is bad and I did what you says hey stop talking Mm-hmm. and breathe mm-hmm. and my other co-workers you know they filled in the gaps when I stopped talking but in that moment I was able to close my eyes and envision something else something so beautiful right. and I realized the person that I was on a, on the phone with because mm-hmm. we were in a you know a call conference call both hybrid but the person is driving on I-40 oh. in the middle of traffic at 8.30 in the morning he is under stress right why am i responding to his stress yes he can't think straight right 
he can't even think straight. His conversation would probably be totally different if he was sitting in front of us. He's late for the meeting. Absolutely. He's rushing through traffic and he's backed up and it's raining. So let's let's do this. Be thankful in that moment and don't disrespect myself mm-hmm. by saying something disrespectful to him and the rest of my and I'm and I work here and they respect me here. So just calm down and take a deep breath and when I let it go, it resolved itself. I promise you by the end of the meeting everything was resolved. Look at let that. it go. Yeah, just let that go. So it's not, it wasn't even my work. Right. Anyway, I mean, you know, uh, my part was already worked out and I didn't even realize I'm arguing with a person who won't even do my work. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't understand my work and he says it wrong, so what? Right. It's all good. It's Cuz I'm going to talk to the yeah, if I'm going to talk to the client and I always have great working relationships with my clients. And so it's it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. I can't control everybody. You cannot. We cannot. And I think if we let that go, we'll be in a better place, too. So for 2019, Alicia, what are you declaring for you in 2019? Peace and freedom. I declare peace in my mind and freedom from a prison that I have imagined for myself. I already declared it. It is done, done, done. <laughs> I love it. Speak it, believe it, receive it. Speak it, yes. believe it, receive it. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today and what i want our listeners to do is to go check her out on instagram check out her um soon to be website that she is getting for her business um for her t-shirt apparel she is an amazing individual and obviously she is dropping nuggets that uh, that is going to help you it is going to help others it is even going to help her because sometimes when we hear how far we've come we realize how far we've come. So again, thank you so much, Alicia, for taking time out of your day, for sharing. I am sure that your throat is feeling even more free because you have shared so many great things with our audience on today. And I am so thankful, so thankful. Thank you. I appreciate all of you all. Much love to everybody. Yes. And so until next week, when we meet again, Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling your friends about the Declare It with Khadijah RBZ podcast. I appreciate you. So remember, speak it, believe it, receive it. Declare it with Khadijah RBZ. Is life stressing you out? Is your work life out of balance? Are your kids running up the wall? You need to center yourself. Breathe and go to KhadijahRBZ.com. She is your plant-based BFF, wellness advocate, and meditation guide to the peace you've been searching for. Working with Khadijah RBZ has been known to relieve stress, increase creative thinking, enhance awareness, improve the flow of energy, decrease worry, If you are ready to explore the exhilarating experience of meditation and breath work for yourself, reserve one of the many different sessions with Khadijah RBZ by going to khadijahrbz.com and click on the services tab right now.